Good afternoon all on today, which I believe is uh, Monday, December 18th, 2023. And the time now, it's about 2.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. How was everybody's weekend? How did you make it through the weekend? How was your Sunday night? If, if, you, if your grind starts Monday morning or continues on Monday, I hope that you had a safe commute to work. And I hope that upon your arrival to the workforce, there wasn't a whole mountain of stress and crap bothering you. And I hope that your personal life is stable. I mean, that's idealistic thinking, of course. Anyway, this is a, first of all, big thank you to Spotify for podcasters. It's a great way to start your own podcast or just listen to or watch the many, many podcasts that are available for free. You know, or some of them they want you to pay for certain issues, whatever. Anyway, just a little uh, brief update for you guys. I don't think I'm going to be on too long right uh, for this particular episode. Just taking a little walk home from the store and um, just checking in with you guys. First of all, how are what's new? Did you do anything ple- pleasant over the weekend? Are you feeling okay? Hey, you know, hang in there. Whatever's going on, and if things are good, hey, kudos to you. Then, you know, may the May the force be with you. May the good times roll. Whatever the situation is, you know, just just hang in there. You know, white knuckle it. Sometimes you got to white knuckle it, folks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, it's a quick update. Because uh, last night I was telling you guys I didn't know what I was going to do. If I was going to play my trumpet. on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the background noises, guys. I didn't, um, on my phone too, I didn't silence the notifications because of, um, I'm on the street. There's a glare from the sun. And it's, I just didn't feel like manipulating. I didn't feel like going to my settings and, you know, shutting off all the sounds since this is only going to be a, um, you know, like a, maybe a maybe a 10-minute update, you know. But uh, I was telling you last night I was going to, you know, you could play my Trump in the street. I was going to take Benadryl and fall asleep on the TV. I was going to ride my scooter. I was going to go to the strip. So I ended up going to the freaking strip club. It was, I mean, it was a pretty decent experience. It was all right. I never felt so wanted in my life. I never so, felt so popular in my life. You know, uh, you know, the only thing is the money, the money. And then, and, um, you know, these girls were trying to sell me on a lap dance, but physically and mentally, I wasn't ready for that. I just kind of wanted to sit there and take it in and get used to it. And then, um, you know, as, um, time went on, I got more comfortable. I might progress to the next level in the, um, in the lap dance world, but uh, I wasn't ready for that, you know. So I sat there, just had a couple of glasses of wine, and I was about to order a third glass of wine from the from the girl. And I'm like, you know what, lady, I'm sorry, young lady. I'm like, you know what, I'm tired. I want to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> but anyway, like these places, you gotta you gotta negotiate too. Like I, I I went, you know, I walked up to the door, and I said to the bouncer, "Is there a cover charge?" He said, "Yeah, fifty dollars." I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Now I know. Now I know. I live nearby. I'll make sure I know to have the money. When I come back next, so he says to me, are you a local? You're a local? Well, I'll, I'll pay, I'll, I'll charge you $10. So 
So I go there, I'm sitting there, you know, and this girl sitting there talking to me, talking, and listen, don't waste your time with me. You could be get you out talking to other customers. You could be making money. You know, I'm not ready for a lap dance. And she's like, $100, $100, Norman's $150 for a lap dance, but I'll charge you $100. Like, I'm a regular, whatever. She's like, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll charge you $50 for a lap dance. And uh, I'm like, no, no, thank you. And she's okay, I'll tell the other girls. Another girl, 20, 15 minutes later, comes up, tries to push a lap dance on me again. And I explain, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. You know, but at least I know if I can negotiate, I'm a regular, you know, you can negotiate the prices. Uh, and then I kind of slipped up with my, uh, uh, you know, my gummy use. It had been a week since I had eaten any gummies and I ended up buying some um, HHC, which uh, is not the Health and Hospitals Corporation of New York City, by the way. HHC is like from the hemp plant. There's different derivatives derivatives of hemp. You got Delta 8, Delta 9, HHC, THCA. So I got myself these uh, two HHC gummies for $10, but you got to cut them in half because they're really, really strong. And yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. I was kind of flying in the HEC. I had a couple glasses of wine, but the problem is I realized, you know, with, with, with weed, hemp, THC, edibles, whatever, you know, smoking weed. I was telling you guys I have throat problems, you know, from doing too much of that shit, you know, so I had, I have that under control, but I realized there's another, a new problem that I have from, um, from eating gummies, something I never even thought would happen, an eye infection. Yeah, believe it or not, I woke up this morning with a little, my, with a little infection underneath my eye, under the, the muscle underneath the eye, the skin part is really soft and infected because what happens is the, the, the edibles force all the blood to go to my eyes, which causes pressure upon the eyes, which causes spasms, I guess, in the pressure in the muscle underneath the eye, thus causing that muscle, the skin to get irritated and infected. So if I keep, you know, eating gummies on a regular basis with that kind of pressure, my, I'm going to F up my eye and the blood vessels there. So there you go. So what I, I put up some, I put some ointment, but very carefully in the skin underneath the eye, but not too close to the eye because the ointment can get into the eye. And then I took like a tissue and I wiped like the excess ointment off of the skin so the ointment wouldn't get the eye, but you know, just to help alleviate the area. Now, now I can't do gummies, at least, or find a place where they just sell one, not two, and uh, just do it very, very sparingly because uh, I don't need to lose my eye. I don't need eye problems, and I ain't going to no ophthalmologist and no optometrist. Uh, you know, I, well, I, I would probably go to them before I went to an internist or a surgeon, you know. But, um, uh, wow, that guy, he, he, he was polite. He saw I was on the phone. He had a question, but instead he asked the guy who wasn't on the phone. So that was polite because not everybody would be that polite. A lot of people don't care if you're on the phone. They just they they have an urgent need. They have a question. They'll come up and interrupt you. They don't follow the same rules that I follow. That's why I get angry at them because I have rules in my head. The rules are if somebody is on the phone, you don't interrupt them. If somebody's jogging in you, you don't bother them. If someone has earbuds, generally, you don't. But a lot of people don't follow those rules. You know, they feel, they, they grant themselves the right to walk up to you and talk to you when they need things. So I get angry because they didn't get the memo of the rules in my head. <laughs> I know it sounds pretty funny if you want to know the truth. Hey, you got to make fun of yourself sometimes, right, folks? It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful blue sky. And I'm just trying to 
think of how I'm going to live my life boring, clean, and sober. Actually, no. I will have a drink. I had a couple glasses of wine. They were pretty decent. Two glasses of uh, Merlot or Pinot Noir. But what I'm going to do next time I go out, I'm going to have a wine spritzer. That's when you mix wine with seltzer or club soda. This way, because wine is very heavy. Wine has vinegar in it. And it can put you to sleep. It can knock you out. But the club soda helps... It helps keep it from being strong and also helps reduce the fatigue level. You know, wine wipes you out. You know, having the seltzer, it can uh, kind of sustain you and allow you to feel the high and the buzz without, you know, wanting to go to sleep right away. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to this open mic tonight. Who knows? I might just order a 7-Up at the moment. Actually, they got a pretty good deal there at the open mic, I think. You get uh, two slices of pizza and a soda for like $8.99. I'm tempted to get the two slices of pizza, but there's carbs in that, man. Makes you feel you know, too much bread, man. That's a problem. You know, I went to, I went to this pizzeria, the other, Italian restaurants make the best salads. They had an entree salad for $8.99. And then uh, they gave me some like free you know, pizza crust, little pieces of pizza crust stuffed with cheese. Not too much, just a couple sample cups, which tasted really good. But the next time I go there, I think I'm going to have to refuse it because it's bread. It's carbs. And uh, I'm fighting. I'm fighting that blow. I'm about, you know, 10 pounds away from my projected weight. The the weight I want to maintain myself. You know, I put on some weight. uh, You know, like uh, waist waist 38 pants are now tight on me. They used to be loose on me. I was down to waist 36. I still wear the waist 36. But, um, you know, I want to get... I want to get back to the point where waist 36 were sliding down me, you know? And that involves, uh, you know, giving up a lot of the things I like, you know? Beer, wine, liquor, pizza, potatoes, you know? you got to allow yourself some pleasure, you know? But you can't... Uh... Damn, it's so nice not to be in a region of the USA where or the world where... You have to do a cold and snow. No one should put up with that. If you're stuck in a situation and you don't like it, I really, I can, I can empathize with you. I can relate to you, okay? Because I lived in New York for many, many years. And, uh, you know, I had, uh, I was living down in North Carolina for a while. And uh, the weather was, I was looking forward. I was looking to, forward to a mild winter down there. I was going to stay there, but I had a, um, a family member who was just driving me up the wall drove me to the point of insanity where I just kind of pulled the plug on everybody. And um, but I was kind I was going kind of nuts where I was living in in North Carolina because I was in a um I was in Southeast Raleigh and uh, there was not nowhere to walk to around there. What they did in uh, in Raleigh they. They're building all these apartments and developments outside of the city, you know, like um, five miles, 10 miles, 20 miles outside of the city of Raleigh. But they don't like uh, develop the infrastructure. They don't develop a good public transportation system or bike lanes or stores that people walk to. All they do is just stack like residence upon residence upon residence, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And in order to go anywhere, you're, you're either forced to order, you know, delivery, and have to, and Uber can't even find the goddamn places on the GPS because uh, the GPS hasn't 
you know, um, acknowledge them yet. And uh, you can't really ride your bicycle or your scooter unless you want to get killed because the speed limit's 45 miles an hour, but everybody wants to go 80 miles an hour. And you really can't walk. Can't ride your bicycle. You're forced to drive, and if you are driving, you have to deal with the morons who are up your ass. So, and I was really, really going nuts there, man. All I would do is just pace around my complex from, or go back and forth on the sidewalk, which ran the perimeter to the complex from one end to the other, and that's all I did every day when I was going nuts. At least where I am now, you know, I can. There's a bus near me. I can walk to the stores. I can walk to the restaurants. I can walk to the strip club. There's a Seven Eleven. This civilization. So as long as no one bothers me, no one hunts me down, man. I, I can stay here and be very happy here, you know. And just talk to you guys. I don't want this podcast to be too good, too big, because uh, I mean there are people, yes, who I would like to contact. People I want to network. People I want to interview. There are good, good listeners, but then there, there are people I don't want to find me. There are people who I don't want to turn my life upside down. So, so for that reason. I don't promote this, and that's why I'm amazed when I go on and I see I get like, you know, I get these listens every day. You know, thank you. Thank you for the faithful listeners out there who listen to me every day and follow me. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me, and I hope that listening to this enhances your life too. I hope that it gives you something to look forward to. I hope it keeps you company. I hope it gives you a laugh. I hope it gives you a cry. I hope it gives you something that we seem to be missing, a dose of humanity, not a, do- a dose of artificial assholeism. <laughs> you know, actually, artificial assholes, it's not the AIs <laughs> who are the artificial assholes. It's a, it's a human artificial assholes. So I, sh- I guess you can call them HAAs, human artificial asshole, or HA. Ha, 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 ha. There used to be a club in Manhattan. I don't know if it's there anymore called Ha, H-A-A. I got to know them in Times Square because um, they used to, they were like one of my competitors. We all used to stand out on the street and try to like sell comedy tickets to comedy shows. And there were guys, they're called um, barkers. Someone who stands in the street and tries to sell comedy tickets or give out flyers or convince people to come to a comedy show. They're called barkers, I guess because they bark like a dog. Now, barkers will bark for two reasons. They'll either do it for financial reasons or they'll do it because they want stage time. Usually the comedians who want stage, well, no, some just want to make the money. Or sometimes you can get a combination of both. I mean, personally, I don't know. I I found it to be used. I told you the guy I used to work for, he... uh, he uh, he didn't even freaking watch me, and then I was always asking him if I can come in and bark. And, nope, nope, I don't need you tonight. You know, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's just a dickhead profession. No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk, but it's just a shitty fucking profession. Anybody who makes a living at, I give credit. I give credit. You know, I give credit to actors because there's no benefit in being an actor. You know, you have to constantly work. Actors have to work well into their 80s because they don't have a pension, they don't have benefits, they don't have a 401k. You know, if you if you make 10, well, I don't even know how much an actor makes or an actress, but if you make a certain amount of money on a movie, but you have a lavish lifestyle or you have ex, ex-spouses, that money could be gone. And you constantly have to be looking for new gigs to make money. So anybody, you know, who um, is in that kind of profession, I really salute them. You know, I really have nothing against hardworking musicians and artists. You know, they're, they're no... 
I used to think, I used to be jealous. I used to get angry. All the celebrities, the celebrities, really, I'm beginning to realize, and I used to think the politicians were the good people. The politicians were public servants, and they meant well, and they were trying to help. Actually, it's the opposite. It's the politicians who are the slime bulls, and the, and the actors and the actresses and the musicians are just people who want to be heard and want to share their talent and want to make the American dream or the European dream or the African dream by making a decent living for themselves and their family or their family and themselves or themselves or for the family. Uh, here I go rambling about nonsense. It means it's time to pull the plug in this, guys. So I'm going to stand here in the shade and I will say last word.